0: Real news. True, honest, and not fake news. A big story that's been breaking through yesterday and at the beginning of this week, too. So it's kind of two stories at once here, so bear with me on this. Robert Mueller. His name has been trending a lot. Robert Mueller, uh, sources say that he will be putting somebody... Or, or, sort of, we don't know for sure, but Robert Mueller will file first charges for the rush investigation now what does that mean well we don't know yet but sources are saying he's going to file charges and somebody's going to be in custody by Monday so everybody's thinking like who's it going to be who does he have personally I've been thinking about this and my money is on Manafort Paul Manafort is a lobbyist he's been heavily involved with all this stuff I think he's the guy that they're looking at now, I don't know for certain, like I said, this is all sources say all these things, that he's even filing these charges and that somebody's going to be in custody by Monday. So we'll see how that goes. But it's very interesting to see this Russian investigation going in this direction because I thought that they're going to find nothing. But then I realized they have to find something in order to make this not look like a waste of time. So what I think they're doing here is they're basically just, you know, they're going to come up with some sort of... Uh, you know, uh, I won't say fake charge, but charge not related to Russia, that they're going to say, oh, look what we found. Oh, we did something. Well, you guys really didn't do anything, did you? This is the best you got. So we're going to see how that goes. But in related news, early in the week, there's a massive story broke that nobody really talked about. And I was talking about it the whole time, but nobody's talking about that uh, Mueller has ties to George Soros and Russia. Now, these are all circumstantial evidence. It's not really that big, but basically Manafort—or, sorry, not me getting all these names screwed up now. Uh, basically, he had invest, uh, Mueller had invested in hedge funds tied to George Soros in Russia, and that's where they're getting the connection. Now, does this really mean anything? <sighs> to be honest, I don't know, but it puts in the idea of a conflict of interest. And that's what people have been talking about this whole time is, is there a conflict of interest with Mueller? You know, should he really be doing this investigation if he's got these sort of issues? Uh, I don't like it. I think it, you know, it could mean something, could not mean something because it's just investments, but it's a weird coincidence. Am I right? Uh, but in some of these investments, it was a minimum of $10 million just to invest in these funds. So it's This guy's got money. I mean, he's a lawyer, he's rich, and he's putting these big investments in. It's a little suspicious if you ask me. So we'll see how that plays out. I don't think that's going to matter or anything because no mainstream networks covered it. It was just a story that broke on the internet. So we're going to, you know, that's probably not going to mean anything. But what is interesting to me is that he's finally filing some sort of charges, which, like I said, I think they're just going to be some sort of crappy charges that really aren't related to Russia, or maybe they're, I don't know, because manfort's a lobbyist. He could be involved with some shady stuff. And Trump's, people are like, oh my God, Trump's going to be put in handcuffs. Don Jr.'s getting thrown away. No, guys, that's not going to happen. Let, 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 let's just be real for a second, okay? Maybe that's what, what you anti-Trumpers want, but it's not what you're going to get it's just not going to happen there's no evidence of Trump colluding with Russia there's no evidence of Don Jr. colluding with Russia Russia. yes he did do that meeting that was showing intent to collude you could say but he did not do anything nothing came out of that meeting it was a waste of time so nothing there now what do I think is going to happen well like I said I think we're going to get intent to collude Uh, it's not going to matter we're not going to get that I think Manfort's going to get nailed somehow now In other news, which is similar to that, the DNC and Hillary paid for research for the infamous Trump dossier. Okay, this is the biggest story, I think, of the week, other than the JFK files, which I'll be getting to in a second. But Hillary's campaign lawyer, Mark uh, Elias, I think that's how you pronounce his name, was hired by the Clinton campaign to DNC. He worked with them. He hired Fusion GPS to conduct, quote-unquote, research. He hired hired these people with his money. This isn't like, oh, he was kind of involved. No, he hired these people. There's clear documents that he hired these people. And the Klan campaign continued to give them research and funding, even with this They Kept it going. They kept pushing it. And there's no evidence in this dossier of wrongdoing. Nothing has been proven. This is a dossier with the Golden Shower Gate, where supposedly prost- Trump hired prostitutes to pee on him in Russia in Obama's bed or something crazy. And, you know, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. There's nothing in this document that's legitimate. There's nothing in here. There's nothing has been proven. Nothing. And when you have stuff like the Golden Shower Gate in there, it makes you go, you know, maybe the rest of this stuff in this document... May not be that credible, but no people gobbled it up. Buzzfeed reported on this. Buzzfeed was gobbling this crap up. They had it front page. It was everywhere, and so many people believed it, even though it's ridiculous. Like it's just, just on the basis, it's ridiculous. There's no, it hasn't been proven. And what came out later was that the Washington, which is a conservative lean, uh, leaning publication, disclosed to the House Intelligence Committee that they hired Fusion GPS to dig up. All the dirt on these candidates. So they're involved too. Even these conservative groups. But of course, this is not a true conservative group. These are Marco Rubio, Jeb Bush people, the establishment Republicans, as we call them, or the you know, the 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 non anti the, the, the never Trumpers of the Republican Party. And and they were also hiring this group. Okay. There was a concerted effort on both sides to screw over Trump. And if you didn't need more proof of it, it's right here. This is it. And of course, on Twitter, what is trending? Washington Free Beacon. But when the DNC and Hillary news broke, that wasn't trending. Nobody was reading about. Nobody was reporting about. Even CNN had a front page. I was shocked, shocked that CNN had this front page. And it was, like, there for a few hours. And it disappeared. Disappeared by Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh, And they're talking about all kinds of other stuff. And they, they quickly changed it to... Another story where Trump was asking WikiLeaks for Clinton's emails. What's so bad about that? WikiLeaks is a public website and organization that leaks stuff. If they have it, they'll show it. There's no crime there. WikiLeaks doesn't commit crimes. It's the people that actually get the information that commit the crime. WikiLeaks just puts it out there. But as, as a CNN would say, well, uh, everything you learn from this, you learn from the media. Uh, you know, This is different for us. Yo, you know, obtaining these documents is illegal. Oh, that's a bunch of crap. There is nothing wrong with what they did. Anybody can view these documents at public. You do nothing wrong if you look it up on WikiLeaks' website, which is what a lot of people do to you. <sighs> it's depressing. But, uh, you know, that was pretty crazy. So, that's a bit, the biggest story of the week was absolutely that, and I'm pissed off that no major news organizations are covering it. I mean, 're all a bunch of lying scum they don't care about you they don't care about the facts they're just gonna report what supports their narrative and gives them money it's all they care about is money and it's depressing but last story I want to talk about before we go to the break Obama and the DOJ blocked a settlement fund for conservative or I should say somewhat funds for conservative groups now this was like a little story that you know didn't make much attention, but I still think it's very important for people to know about. There were emails uh, revealed that the Obama DOJ prevents settlement money from going to conservative organizations but didn't prevent it going to liberal organizations. Imagine my shock. An example of this was Citigroup. There were emails saying that they didn't uh, that the Obama DOJ didn't want money going to that group and that because that group does quote "conservative property rights legal services. Oh, no. This is just, again, their bias, again, showing to take advantage of their power to uh, hurt conservative groups and help liberal groups. Simple as that. We saw it with the IRS scandal. They were targeting Tea party groups, targeting conservative groups with harder, higher taxes, where everybody else got it just fine or even cut. But, no, they don't want to talk about... You know, mainstream media is not talking about this story. I only saw on Fox and a few other places, but, you know, it's pretty pretty bad again but uh you know i'm gonna have to figure out more information about that because there hasn't been much but you know it's again another example of abuse of power that nobody talks about these media organizations i've gotten more cynical about and i've lost way more trust in them but uh you know it's pretty bad (music) Alright, this is where the fun begins. The JFK files. I've been following this story all week. Super excited that they got released. And they did. Trump released 2,800 pages of these CIA documents about the JFK assassination that the public had not seen. They had been classified or they just kind of kept it away in some little closet in the CIA headquarters. Uh, there's about 500 pages left pending for review that Trump will reveal. The only thing he's going to redact, he said, is the names of people still alive, which I think is pretty fair. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait a bit for that, but this is such, oh God, this story, man, like when it dropped, the internet was going crazy. People on Reddit, people on Twitter were all looking through these pages, trying to find stuff. I had friends looking at it. It was really cool. Uh, I've never been into the JFK conspiracy too much. I just didn't dabble in conspiracies for a long time. But this has heightened my interest so much because there's so much we don't know about this event. So much we don't know. And it's so great to have a president like President Trump who's for real. President Trump is all about transparency. He's not bought by the elites. He's not bought by the lobbyists. He's not working with the globalists. He's not working with the deep state. He's the first independent president we've ever had. Yes, I'll say that again. He is the first independent president we've ever had. Maybe except for JFK. I don't again, I don't know about JFK too much. I really want to learn more about him because this is hyped my interest. But Trump's for real, people. Trump is for real. He is all about making America great again and being honest, truthful, and letting out major red pills from the government. So with these documents, I'm just going to run down some of the major bombshells people have uncovered. I'm going to kind of discuss them maybe a little bit in between and afterwards to get sort of my analysis of this because some of this stuff is a little, well, you can't really prove it or say it's legit, but it's still interesting what's in this. Uh, documents so first i want to start off just by reminding everybody that jfk wanted to dismantle the cia keep that in mind there was a speech you made you can find on youtube where he talked about The deman- demand yeah blah blah blah, blah 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 i can't speak english uh jfk talked about the deman- de oh, god i hate this word jfk talked about demantling the cia he wanted to destroy it take it apart boom gone so they're not on his side okay let's just make that very clear the CIA does not like JFK. Uh, and, and in these documents, we found some very interesting stuff. Number one, the CIA recorded a um, Lee Harvey Oswald. So if you probably already know, he's the guy to kill JFK, uh, supposedly. <laughs> Let's keep that in quotes. Uh, uh, CIA recorded a Lee Harvey Oswald speaking broken Russian with KGB agents in Mexico City. For context, Lee Harvey Oswald went to Mexico City a few, I think, weeks or months before he assassinated JFK. And I was wondering, well, what was he doing there? Well, now we know he was speaking with KGB agents in Russian. That's suspicious. Okay. Number two, J. Edgar Hoover said uh, that the public must believe that H- Oswald was the lone gunman. He said, and I quote, The thing... The thing I am most concerned about is having something issued so we can convince the public that Oswald is the real assassin. Hmm. Sounds a little funny. Why is he so concerned about convincing people that Oswald is the real assassin? It makes it... See, that's a weird statement because it kind of sounds like at the one end that he's saying people are going to think it's a different assassin, but we know it's for real. It's Oswald. We got to make sure people believe that. But then on the other hand, he could be saying... No, Oswald wasn't really the assassin. Shh, but I convince people that he was? So then he kind of like says, well, this is how we're going to convince people. So that's really weird. Number three, the KGB had data indicating that LBJ was responsible for assassination of JFK. Okay, this is crazy. This right here is really crazy. This is like Alex Jones' territory. I'm going like, oh my God, the documents here, we got him. They all say there was LBJ behind it. He's responsible for the assassination. And I'm looking at. It, I'm like, okay, it really doesn't expand any further. It literally is just a line in the document says, literally says the KGB has data indicating that LBJ is responsible for the assassination. I'm going, that's so weird. It wasn't redacted. It's still in there. Why? What are they saying by that? That is really disturbing if it's true and really weird. Roger Stone, who's a big time Trump supporter, big Nixon guy, super conservative, really interesting um, lobbyist and sort of activist. He has a book uh all about detailing why lbj or how lbj assassinated jfk i haven't read it don't know enough about but he's he's a he was talking about this too and i think i I don't i've heard this conspiracy before but it's really compelling now when you start seeing stuff like this again i don't know all the facts of jfk assassination i haven't looked into this enough i really want to and i'm going to probably next week because i want to separate fact from fiction what's conspiracy what could be true it's just very fascinating to me but That was very weird. Uh, Number, what are we at? Three, four here? I'm going to stop counting at this point. It's kind of silly. Another revelation was that Jack Ruby, who was the guy that shot Lee Harvey Oswald as he was exiting the courtroom, um, he said uh, that in the documents it said that uh, Jack Ruby and Lee Harvey Oswald had met weeks before the assassination. They met in person and went to Cuba together. This just keeps getting really weird, people, really fishy. We have Lee Harvey Oswald going to Mexico City, meeting with KGB, meeting with commies, and then he meets with Jack Ruby to go to Cuba and meet more commies. There is either a, you know, you know, you hear the conspiracy that the Russians assassinate JFK or the Cubans or any sort of commie. That could be true because this is right after Bay of Pigs, right after some very interesting stuff and Kennedy was going hard against the commies and against the globalists and against all the Cold War problems that we were facing. And then it comes out that this happened, that Jack, Lee Harvey Oswald and Jack Ruby had met before the assassination. So it wasn't just some random guy that shot him that was like, you know, screw you, Kennedy was a patriot, bang, you know. Wasn't, he was actually, I'm um, assuming, friends with Lee Harvey Oswald. Did Lee Harvey Oswald set this up? So that, you know, he told his plans, like, hey, I'm going to assassinate the president. And when I get caught, I need you to shoot me. Maybe, but that really doesn't make sense. Because wouldn't Lee Harvey Oswald just shoot himself, you know, after he killed Kennedy? You know, some think he did this just because he wanted to be part of the revolution. And maybe they thought, you know, they maybe it's Jack Ruby. Actually, now I'm thinking right now, I think Jack Ruby may have killed him because they were both, you know, Jack Ruby was probably recruiting him to become part of the revolution of communism, and he probably had some information on him that he didn't want getting out, he didn't want the cops knowing, didn't want the CIA squeezing it out of him, so he shot him. That is what I'm starting to think is what happened, I because there's always been the theories of Lee Harvey Oswald having communist ties and all that stuff. I think it's almost certain now that he was in bed with the commies, he was a commie, and that's why he hated JFK, and he's crazy, and wanted to shoot him. I think that's what we're getting to now, but uh, keep in mind that there was a on tape of Jack Ruby. This is what's really fishy right here. Jack Ruby said on tape: "This is not part of documents. This is you watch watched on YouTube." He said that if someone else was the VP, you know, not LBJ, JFK wouldn't have been killed. Oh my God! Again, fueling the LBJ conspiracy. It's so weird. What does? What? what what's the connection here? Was LBJ just le- I think if you know, I don't think LBJ like orchestrated an attack to kill uh, JFK. He may have just let it happen. Just said, you know what? I want to be present. I want to do things. So I'm just going to let this happen. I don't really like candy, but I'm going to let this happen. I don't know. I don't know all the facts. I don't know if it's true. But that's really weird. Really, really, really freaking weird. And there's also one part which you're gonna have to take for a grant salt because it's a report. It's not grained in facts, but there's one part in the documents where the sur- there's a Surgeon General report that talks about a second shooter. Again, I don't know how much you can really take out this because the second shooter theories, from what I've understood, don't really add up. I'd have to look into them more. Like there's a magic bullet theory. There's all these other theories out there of like the shoot. You know, the who shot him at what angle, who. Got hit by one bullet or another. And I really don't know enough to say about that, but that's so weird too. Uh, I think, you know, maybe it could have been a second shear, maybe it could have been Jack Ruby, but I, I, I doubt it because I think you would have uh, had more conclusive evidence. You would have had bullets, you know, making clear projectories and holes in the carb. Again, I don't know. I don't know enough, fa- enough facts really really uh, nail that one down. There's also a part in the documents where an informant said that police officer Tippett actually assassinated Kennedy. Now, that's a little weird, too, because I don't know what to make of that. You know, no, I, I, I googled the officer, and I think there's been theories about that before, but there's nothing really coming up. And, you know, maybe it's possible, but Lee Harvey Oswald had a very easy shot. You know, he was only like a, you know, a few hundred feet away. Like, when you actually look, like, because I was actually, I did look into that because I was watching a Joe Rogan podcast where they were talking about this and he didn't have – look, it's not that hard of a shot. So it's not like – because I hear some people like, well, there's no way he could have made that shot. No, that's a very easy shot to make. And he had a rifle. He didn't have like a little handgun or something. No, he had a proper rifle. He was in the window. He knew the building. He knew the area. He knew JFK was going to come there. He could see him. He fired multiple shots too. You know, he was kind of a sucky shot, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. But he shot JFK once in the neck and you know, another time in the head and a third – Bull, I think, just missed him and may have hit the... Um, I forget who else was sitting in the car, but may have hit him. But, you know, this isn't like like it, it's like a mile-long American sniper shot. No, this is just right... He's really, like, right by JFK, you know. So, there's no doubt, he, I think, that he, you know, could have made the shot. There's no doubt that he could have made the shot. But if there was somebody else that did, I don't know who. And I don't know why, you know, you would think otherwise. So... I don't know enough about that, but that's interesting. to Take note. Another part is the CIA had plans to introduce biological agents, to cause crop failures in Cuba, and then they were planning to cover it up. Well, this to anybody that doesn't know about this stuff would sound crazy. This didn't sound quite crazy to me. The CIA has, does a lot of stuff. They manipulate elections. They've done a lot of stuff where they are willing to get their hands dirty to push things in their you know direction that they want. I'll give you a major red pill. This this blew my mind when I learned about this through Alex Jones and Joe Rogan. Absolutely blew my mind. Operation Northwood. If you don't believe me, look it up. The documents have all been declassified. It's all legit. Operation Northwood is on Wikipedia, and you can read all about it. Where basically the CIA, the CIA of America, planned to do attacks, you know, like terrorist attacks on U.S. civilians and Cuban civilians, like actual terrorist attacks planned by the CIA, not by some crazy, not by some, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, political activist. This was actually planned by the government. And the Surgeon General at the time, the Surgeon General signed off on this thing. It's A-OK. Hey, you can do this to actually kill our own citizens. And then Kennedy vetoed it. Kennedy, like I said, was for, I think he's for real. He vetoed it. He wasn't in with the deep state at the time. Those pushing to actually kill our civilians in order to start a war of Cuba because that's the whole point of it was we'll do some attacks on Cubans and on uh, American civilians, start a war of Cuba. They were actually planning this, and the Surgeon General signed off on it. That just blows my mind that you know they would actually go to that length. Because I'm like I'm gonna be honest. I'm a, I don't want to say I was naive before that, but I I tend to think more positively of our intelligence agencies because there are a lot of great people. There's a lot of great patriots. They're serving our country every day. They're keeping us safe. They're stopping terrorist attacks. But there is a deep state out there like these people that is planning to do bad things. I mean, who in their right mind would actually sit down and plan out, you know what, we're going to kill some of our own people, just innocent people. And and maybe we'll kill some Cubans too, just innocent ones, just, just Star Wars. I mean... It's absolutely insane, reprehensible, and disturbing. And then it makes you question all these other terrorist attacks we've had. Like, I don't know, Las Vegas? <laughs> I'm not saying the CIA did it, but that's a really weird one. We still don't know what's going on there. We still don't know the shooter's motives, why he did this. You know, we don't know that. After weeks later, I'm thankfully we still have people looking into it. But again, really weird. And what's really weird, people's conspiracy side of their mind starts turning. The inner Alex Jones and them starts to come out. Uh, If they like it or not, that's what happens. Another part, I'm getting into the little lesser stuff here. There's also a part in the documents that Uh, showed that the CIA was investigating Martin Luther King's communist ties and they were also surveilling Bill Ayers. Now, that makes sense because Bill Ayers is a domestic terrorist. He, and the weather underground, bombed a bunch of government buildings and uh, other buildings. I I forget specifically, but they did a bunch of bombings and they killed people and they injured people. They are terrorists. They are scum. He's even, you know, uh, still walking on the streets today just fine. Uh, He was on Megyn Kelly, I remember, like a few years ago. And so it makes sense for them to survey them. Now, Martin Luther King is interesting because there's always been theories that, you know, he was on, like, the FBI list or, like, the CIA was watching him. And now we have proof that they were actually monitoring for communist ties. And I think he did have some communist tendencies. I think there's some quotes out there where he, like, you know, makes commie sort of sympathies. So that's really interesting. But Martin Luther King, great, great. What he did was great, you know, where he helped end segregation. He helped end racism and Jim Crow laws in America. Very great. Amazing guy. He did through non-violence. Take notes, Black Lives Matter. Non-violence. He didn't go out there. He didn't riot. He didn't say, you know, "Pigs pigs in the blanket, fry them like bacon. He didn't do any of that stuff. He peacefully protested. He was an eloquent, articulate speaker. And guess what? He got stuff done. He got progress. When you are peaceful, you win. When you're violent, you lose. That's how it works in political activism. And sadly, people today... Aren't learning from that. They aren't learning about the great things he did. Now, if you had communist ties, I really don't like that because commies, I hate. They, they're, the system that they advocate for is, you know, it's, it's evil. It's, you know, just morally wrong. The idea that you shouldn't have private property because if you do not own, you know, your, know, your, your, um, yourself, basically, if you don't own yourself, somebody else does. That's basically what it comes down to. And in this case, it's the state. The government. Do you really want the government owning you? No. No. What are they, they don't care about you? What are they gonna to do to you? You don't know, they could you know force you to do anything. You have no freedom, you can't pursue your own dreams and goals, which is essential to humanity. You know, and you're not gonna live a happy life. And nobody did. Nobody in Soviet Russia is happy. Nobody in Cuba is happy, nobody in these you know North Korea is happy. Of course that's for other reasons. But you get my point. When you're in a communist society, you're not happy. When you come to America, you're super happy. Uh, so that's my communist rant today. <laughs> and it, what pissed me off was at you know these JFK documents had bombshells in. Them. I just wrote them. I just read them off bombshell after bombshell. And what was the CNN headline? What was the headline the day after JFK uh, files the big reveal that wasn't what? What are you talking about? What, what, what were you expecting? Were you expecting there to say, uh, yo, know, the CIA, uh, we killed JFK, or, uh, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't the actual shooter. Now, that'd be a big bombshell, but w- were you expecting anything super huge that wasn't going to get redacted? And, and all this stuff isn't huge? I, you know, the, I didn't even mention the biggest one. I haven't mentioned the biggest one yet. I've, I've been holding you back to prove my point. The, all those points are huge. Absolutely huge. And, and, and there's no big uh, reveal in here. These are huge. Many people don't know the CIA was doing these things. We didn't know, uh, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald had direct ties with the KGB and actually met him weeks before. And actually met with um, Rudy, Ruby, Jack Ruby a few weeks before. We didn't know this. This is huge. This totally changes everything. But no, there's no big reveal here. They're already downplaying it, already trying to cover this up. They don't want people to know the truth. And, you know, maybe there's some people that don't think it's that big, but I think it's huge. The biggest thing, which I haven't talked about yet to me, is that, uh, and this is the last big uh, bombshell I'm going to talk about this, is that the CIA had 40 journalists, 40, that were double agents for them. So, in other words, the CIA had people that they put in journalism that were you know, working for them, they were pushing propaganda, they were spinning the news the way the CIA wanted to, or maybe even worse, there were journalists that were already there that they hired for the CIA and made them say what they want to say. Isn't that freaking insane that there were 40 at the time? And this is when we only had three major, I don't know if we, you may not have had three, say may have only had three. I know Walter Cronkite was alive in that time, but You didn't have like today, where you have the main, you know, the main uh, channels, and you have cable news, and you have the alternative media on the internet. No, you didn't have anything but newspapers and a few TV channels, you know, three max, and they had forty journalists that were double agents, forty journalists that were CIA. Oh, my God. I mean, that makes, like, when Alex Jones says that Anderson Cooper CIA, that makes you question that and think he might be right because Anderson Cooper did intern for the CIA. And that makes you think today it, it's got to be bigger. There's got to be way more journalists, way more than 40. They're working for the CIA. I mean, it, it's crazy stuff. You can't you can't believe a word these journalists say. I mean, I know that's very cliche and, uh, you know, yes, Captain Obvious can't believe what journalists say. But, look, if they're in bed with the CIA – you, can you imagine how much they're manipulating you every day? And when you do truth, like they call you crazy. How dare you say that? You know, and that's probably the reason why they hate Trump. There's a lot of these people are, first of all, they're very liberal, but they're all, they could be deep state. They could be, you know, um, paid by interest. You know, their, their companies tell them not to say certain stuff so that they push a the narrative that generates more revenue. But then they also clue with like the Clinton campaign, like the WikiLeaks show. This, oh my God, this is just... I mean, I wasn't that shocked when I saw this. I still went, "Oh my god!" You know, for a second, because after Operation Northwoods, I, you got a bar, at CIA, that you get, you set the bar so high with that that anything that's not that that's crazy doesn't sound that crazy to me anymore. But it's still a big reveal. Many Americans, you know, probably don't know uh, about that stuff. But that's again, that's I'm glad Trump's for real and he released all this stuff and we learned about this because that is huge. You know, because then. I remember. I'll tell you a quick little uh, story about a reporter named uh, Amber Lyon. I don't know if any of you've heard this from a CNN. She was, uh, you know, because that ties into this sort of you know can't trust what news says. She was in Beirut, filming a documentary for CNN International, and she filmed you know all kinds of great footage. But then one day, she found uh, a bunch of I think protesters getting abused, shot, you know, and Uh, you know inhumanely treated by the government and so she's like oh my god this is great look at this we got a big story here it's massive you know you can't turn this down so she goes to cnn she's got the documentary all filmed all cut all ready to go and then cnn wouldn't air it and she's like what's going on here i mean this is a bombshell this is huge it's a big story and you guys aren't gonna air it they they wouldn't air it so she did some digging she did some digging kept going kept looking around and what did she find she found that CNN was being paid the Beirut government. They were getting money from the government of Beirut. Well, isn't that interesting? Isn't that an interesting coincidence? Oh, we show bad stuff about the Beirut government, and they don't air a documentary, and oh, they also happen to be getting their money? Well, I see what's going on here. Again, that blew my mind, too, and I found out about that. So then that makes you question, You know, because they're they're great journalists. Don't get me wrong. They're amazing. You know, they're patriots out there in the news. They're reporting on the facts and they're giving it right to the American people. And they're reporting on exactly what they see, unfiltered, no opinion. And it's just straight news and they're uncovering corruption. That's great. I love it. Those people are great. When you see stuff like this with Amber Lyon, who did great, who's a patriot, she did a great work for CNN doing great reporting and she she and then she went and exposed CNN that's what tops off she exposed them too and it makes you think well I you know these journalists what are they saying that's true I mean look at how many like interests we have here we have CIA possibility we have uh narrative which is you know almost certain in any cable news we have bias, which is natural for humans. I'm not going to hurt you there, but as a journalist, you got to overcome that. We then have um, advertisers. In other words, they could probably push them and say, hey, we don't want you saying this because it doesn't make us money or, you know, hey, if you say this, we're going to pull our ad money. So you got advertisers too. Then you also have uh, political. We have like, uh, oh, what's her name? Um, oh, God. Person from CNN that was uh, giving Clinton uh, campaign questions ahead of time. You know we uh, Don Brazil. Don Brazil is giving uh, uh, with the Clinton campaign, giving him questions ahead. We have WikiLeaks showing that New York Times reports were sending uh, stories to Bill Clinton, asking for editing revisions, saying, "Hey, is this good?" So you got the political thing there. And then six, you have government influences. You could have the U.S. government, the you know Beirut government, influencing what you write, what you put out, and what you don't put out. This where is it in, where where where, where is it in between, you know, what you can trust and what you can't trust, you and what you can't trust anything these people say. It's just, I I, I know I can't, I'm beating a dead horse here, but it's just mind boggling how corrupted these newsrooms are. Just how far and wide that you cannot trust them. So. Those JFK files are huge. I encourage everybody to look into them. Read them if you want. I mean, people are still going through them, but read everything people have been talking about. Bombshells in there. Don't believe the CNN fake news that there's no big reveal. No, there is. Read them. They're great. And this also makes me think I want to put on a side note that, you know, since Trump is for real, like candy, we could say, since Trump, you know, is against the deep state, I'm worried about, someone taking trump out i'm very worried extremely worried that he's going to get an assassination attempt i've even said um during the campaign i said if he becomes president i guarantee that there will be an assassination attempt hopefully he doesn't get hopefully it doesn't happen i don't want it to happen i don't want anybody getting assassinated or killed because i love trump i don't want this to happen to him But I know it's going to happen because, one, there's crazy, crazy people of Trump derangement syndrome. They've gone so far into their bias, so far in their echo chambers that they are absolutely just bonkers right now. They are so crazy, so fed by the media, so fed by all these sources of hatred, 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 hey, Trump, that somebody that's got mental problems is going to do something. Then you have the deep state. Deep state, are they going to go as far to kill the president? I don't know. Some say that that they killed JFK. I don't know. But could they go this far? Absolutely. They have the resources. Operation Northwoods, they don't care about you. They do not care about casualties and about life. And, you know, Trump doesn't like the deep state. He's at war with them. How are they going to fight back? The Russia stuff hasn't stuck. Nothing has stuck. So what's the alternative? The alternative is impeachment, which that's kind of out the door now. Uh, 25th amendment, just kind of out the door now. What's left is assassination. I'm afraid it's going to happen. I mean, I don't know, but it's freaky. Absolutely freaky. Well, last thing I want to say quickly was Mark Halpern, who's a, uh, news reporter for, he's been on Maureen Joe a lot, you know, Psycho Joe and Crazy Mika, uh, He's now been accused by 12 women at least of sexual harassment. He once supposedly slammed a female against a restaurant window, attempted to kiss her. Another uh, claims that he masturbated while um, staring at a woman across from his desk. He's since Nadia the Gals- 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 I can't speak. He's denied some of the allegations, like the ones I just said, and he has apologized, saying, I am, quote, profoundly sorry for the pain and anguish I have caused by my actions. I apologize sincerely to the woman I mistreated. NBC suspended him. HBO canceled his 2016 version of Game Change, which I was looking forward to that crap. My God, that was going to be awesome. The first Game Change, if you all know, was about John McCain and Sarah Palin and the behind the scenes of the election. This was going to be of 2016. Oh, that was going to be so good. Cause first one's good. As much as I hate uh, Mark Halpern right now, that's good. I encourage you all actually to check that out. It's a really good uh, docu- uh, documentary on HBO. So this one I look forward to and then now it's in the can. So screw you Mark Halpern. Um, it makes me wonder if people knew about this again. Cause we've all heard these things like, did you know, did, you, did anybody know about Harvey Weinstein? You know, they were all making jokes about, it. I think they knew about him too. Very bad. Very scary. Um, I again, I I hope all these people get out. Cause I hate anybody that rapes, sexually assaults, sexually harasses, or is a pedophile. All those people are absolute monsters, and they have. There are a lot of them that have power right now. A lot of them are elitist scum that have power and influence over this country, and we need to root them out. Corey Feldman recently started like a Kickstarter to fund his documentary because he's going to be trying to out these people. I guess. He, he literally should just release names. Like I, I, That's the one thing I like about what he's doing is he's trying to raise money for a documentary and then kind of do it. It's like, well, just release the names. I, I understand that he's got to have protection, and, but I would think he'd have money. So I don't understand that. But he was supposed to be after he made this video and after he started speaking out like, hey, I'm going to reveal some names. I'm going to get serious about, you know, getting this pedophile ring in Hollywood. He just magically just out of nowhere got arrested for a drug charge. That's fishy. That just doesn't happen, especially in California, of all places. You know, for marijuana, like, you're not going to get pulled over and arrested for that. So it sounds like they were giving him a warning there. So it's crazy. I mean, what's going on right now is so crazy. Uh, A lot of news this week. You know, I didn't even get some stuff, but it was just this week was crazy. Uh, Like, we just had Truth Week here at Penn State. Austin Pearson, Kimberly Corbin spoke. Uh, Both great. Both great speakers. Um, Austin Pearson was a little low energy for my taste, but he's great. And, you know, a lot of interesting stuff happened. Like, Corker and uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Flake, I think his name is, dropped out percent Senate races because they had no chances. Let's be real. Trump was right. And so what they do when they were going down, they started making fun of Trump and started trashing him. So screw those guys. They're never Trumpers. I'm glad they're out. Steve Bannon fighting the good fight. Getting all these establishment people out and putting up populists to support Trump's agenda. I love Steve Amph for that, so it's great. But that's all we have time for today. I'll catch you guys later. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Real News.